0: Ladies and gentlemen, people of all gender expressions, thank you for checking out the North Bank Media Podcast. I am your host, Patrick Strevens. Joining me on the show this afternoon was Olivia Fata. I met Olivia three or four years ago at a wedding, uh, which she was coordinating, planning, and uh, I'd been drinking, so it's it's nice of her to agree to see me again all these years later. <laughs> Uh, really enjoyed talking to her. I I love talking to people on this show who, you know, they have a day job, they have a, she's a wife, she's a mother, she's got a whole life, uh, but she's also got the side hustle, you know, her, her wedding coordination, wedding planning business, uh, was her side hustle and it actually is now becoming her full-time job. I think that's such a great, uh, story, a great arc that I, I love to hear about. Um, really was great to sit down and talk to her about the ins and outs of wedding planning. Um you know, some tips, if you're looking to plan your wedding and people might be looking at me and saying, yeah, tips for if you're looking to plan your wedding. Um, but you know, Olivia has been great to me personally. Uh, about a year ago, I started a website and online service uh, where I offer uh, video slideshows, and, uh, she's been all too happy to help me promote that through, through her offering. So, uh, really she's a, she's a colleague, she's a, uh, she's a, a friend and I really enjoyed talking to her I, I hope you enjoy this conversation with the lovely Olivia Fata <laughs>
1: Thank you for having me. So I think the backstory here
0: was that I attended a wedding that you planned. It was a friend of mine, a friend of my girlfriend's. So I only have met you once. Yeah. In the hall, and I apologize because I know I was for sure hammered.
1: <laughs> I hope so.
0: <laughs> well, well, that's what it's all about, right? So that was summer 2018, and now here we are almost three years later. Is yeah. that right?
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: So... When did you get into wedding planning? Maybe like just tell me like is that. What you consider
1: yourself first of all? Um, yeah, I yeah. I guess a wedding planner is the correct term. Okay. I consider myself more a wedding coordinator. Okay. Mainly because I focus a lot on um, wedding day management. Okay. So okay. I'm the one that makes sure the day goes smoothly. So typically, my couples come to me with their wedding day all planned and organized, and I'm mm-hmm. the one that coordinates it all and makes sure the logistics are all there, nothing's okay. overseen, and all the vendors show up and do what they're hired to do.
0: Right. So you're like a, almost like a producer on set or like a floor manager on a, on a theater production, right? Exactly. That's crazy. Well, is it crazy? Like, Why? Why, why do you want to do that with your life? <laughs>
1: Um, I love watching just the sheer joy of okay. it all coming together. I've been part of weddings, whether it's a bridal party or just a guest at weddings, mm-hmm. and seen shit shows happen, mm-hmm. for yeah. lack of
0: better terms. It's part of the fun.
1: <laughs> um, and I come from hospitality, so okay. I've seen it every single angle, and it's literally what I enjoy doing. It's where my passion lies. Yeah. So why not? Why not do it full time now? Why not?
0: I had a guy in here last week who was into hospitality, he runs a restaurant. Uh, rebel food and drink on the West End. Oh yeah. And I guess that's not really me. Like maybe I'm a selfish asshole or something like that but it's like <laughs> serving others I hadn't really ever thought about it. Seriously was that something in you from a young young age?
1: So my, pe- my parents owned a restaurant growing up. There you go. So it was um, instilled in me. I started hostessing when I was uh, 11. Wow, is so, that legal? I don't know. Don't uh, yes. don't send this to anybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm setting this out. There's no stopping it now.
1: So yeah, I was kind of just instilled with me. Um, I remember going right. to karaoke nights. You're legally allowed to have um, your children in a bar if they're blood relatives. So really, totally legal.
0: <laughs> what a what an old law that sounds like. Right?
1: Yeah, I bet you it's changed since then. Okay, but I yeah. remember going to karaoke nights with my parents like in pajamas. I remember being wow. like probably eight and just sitting there and watching my mom do karaoke. Um, So yeah, it was literally instilled in me from day one, basically.
0: Right, you saw the way your parents brought joy to people, the way they made their day, their night a little easier, just for an hour or two.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and that's what it was all about, just like having that customer satisfaction and the customer may not always be right, Mm -hmm. but making them feel heard is so important and making them happy, Mm -hmm. like they may come in there grumpy as all hell, but making them leave happy is really what it's all about.
0: Right, okay. Well, good for you because that's a pretty unselfish way to look at the world, right? Like, just, like, just, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do with this podcast is, like, just listen and just see where we can kind of go with it. So, mm-hmm. but then, so when did you transition out of, I guess, restaurant stuff and more into what you're doing now? Has it been a long, winding road or?
1: Yeah, so I, um... Right out of high school, I went into the family business. Okay. Um, did that for a couple of years and then I went and got my special event management certificate in 2010. Okay. So after I got that done, I was still managing restaurants um, full-time, and then I got offered a position as a hotel um, event coordinator. Okay. So I was working full-time, Monday to Friday, 8 to 5 kind of thing, yeah. and then evenings, I was serving and managing a restaurant. So I've always been someone that's had a lot on my plate.
0: Sounds like <laughs> it. So that's the other thing, is like because you're, you're an entrepreneur technically now, right? Mm-hmm. You run your own business. Was that in you from a young age, maybe because your parents were that, or...
1: Yeah, it was never a goal of mine, oddly enough. Really? I never, ever, ever thought I'd be on my own doing this, mm-hmm. um, but here I am, almost six weeks into it, mm-hmm. and it's crazy how happy I am. <laughs> yeah?
0: You said six weeks, six years.
1: Well, six weeks oh. um, officially doing nothing oh, I but weddings or Oh, events. I see. Yeah.
0: Oh, so, right, because when we talked last time, you were. what did you have on the side?
1: Yeah, so I was working full-time um, in the corporate world. I've been doing that for since i had I have a daughter so um since she was about two and a half I went back okay. to work full time so she's eight now wow. so yeah it's been a couple years of me managing uh, like a full- time career, mm-hmm. a family life, and then weddings on the side
0: so what when do you sleep like when do you like what <laughs> what what's missing there like where's the gap you find there's a gap with the work life balance like does something get left behind
1: or? <laughs> my husband always bugs me that's him
0: oh boy okay <laughs> well this is not marriage counseling on this show so maybe we'll bring him in here actually that's what we should do get
1: his yeah his side mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i am all the like wedding season is typically for me may to september mm. so i'm really busy from spring to fall okay. and then i have that winter downtime
0: right where you can kind of refocus yep. and recenter 100 percent. right on so yeah. when you were doing wedding planning at first was that Uh, with like an agency or with like partners or was it always just like a solo pursuit
1: yeah so i started off in hotels um i worked for restaurants um catering doing Mm -hmm. weddings and events i see Um, so i've had a little bit in kind of every industry so i've seen a lot of angles nice um i'm really interested now i've started a few groups um throughout Edmonton just to see kind of how vendors can help each other because right. as much as I'm working for the client I also don't want a DJ to come in and be uncomfortable or not have what he needs to be successful because sure. at the end of the day if the DJ's not doing his job I'm not doing my job
0: <laughs> and there's no party if the DJ's not doing his job
1: exactly so I'm really into you know networking right now mm-hmm. and building those connections because at the end of the day you need a happy vendor team to have right. a successful wedding
0: well, I thought that was so cool when you told me that you you don't necessarily you have like a list of preferred vendors, and it's so it's very much like a network of other entrepreneurs almost, right? Is totally. that that fair yeah. to say? Is yeah. that how the wedding industry kind of seems to be? I know like with wedding videographers, photographers, that's a whole, that's just like a an endless list of freelancers, basically in agencies. Yeah. But is it like that catering?
1: Yeah. So I try to work with, like, I like to work with everybody once at the very least. Right. I mean, and everyone's going to have their bad days and their Mm -hmm. good days and their strengths and weaknesses. But with there being so many amazing, you know, caterers in the city, you're going to find really, really good people that do charcuterie boards, really, really good people that do barbecue in the backyard. And Mm. in Alberta, there is a niche for each and every single one of them. So it's having those people in your back pocket, working with them, building okay. those relationships to know, okay, hey, Olivia's calling me. Obviously, you know, she needs this. Mm-hmm. Let's show her what we can do. And I've met people that I haven't had the chance to work with yet, but I'm so excited to have that opportunity.
0: Right, well, and so much of it is who you know, right? And you have to be able to, I found too, it's about like, you have to be able to trust the person first and foremost. And then like, you have to like them too, right? And it's like, <laughs> and, and if they do good work, that's the cherry on top totally. in some, some ways. Yeah. Um, yeah lots lots of stuff to cover i i want to just get this one right out of the way right now what is the single worst thing you've ever witnessed at a wedding
1: no (laughs) no naming
0: no names or anything that would characterize who
1: this was but i've seen it more than once um i think it's really difficult when bridal parties um forget what it's about so i've seen it where the bridal party makes it more so about them and them having fun and you know them looking their best and forget that it's about the bride the Mm -hmm. groom Mm -hmm. their moment together their love their celebration i mean they're spending tens of thousands of dollars on this day so i think people need to remember to put their emotions away for 24 12 hours (laughs) at the very very most can you please
0: (laughs) forget about yourself for a day yeah i've seen some
1: some really sad moments happen mm. um, just because people, you know, you're caught up and emotions are high for mm-hmm. everybody, whether it's your best friend, your sister, brother, whatever it is. Mm. Just remembering that what this day is about and what it's, you know, the first step. Um, weddings are huge moments. They may not be the most important day of their life, but they're mm-hmm. gonna be huge milestones in these people's moments. So just letting them have it.
0: For sure, let them have it. Yeah. And so yeah, I wonder if that's probably, is it like a selfishness that creeps up like with bridesmaids maybe or?
1: Yeah, I don't like, I. I don't, I haven't figured out if it's like selfish or jealousy Mm. or just, you know, some people are like to be the center of attention, right? So it may just be the moments not focused on them. (laughs) Right. And funny enough, I got married last COVID. Or last March, so I was a COVID bride as well. Wow!
0: <laughs> Why did you do that? I guess you almost didn't know it was so. It was so early into it, right? Yeah,
1: we got married on March 23rd, so it was literally. Oh my God! Mm-hmm, yeah, almost. Five uh, days, yeah. almost. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so yeah, we had no idea, obviously, when we set a wedding date, that it was right. going to be.
0: What COVID. it was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, we planned our wedding, obviously. I wanted a long engagement. So we got engaged December um, 2019, mm. and I wanted a five-year engagement. That was, like, going into the plan.
0: What is that all about?
1: <laughs> I, Better was,
0: ring? Bigger ring? I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I was never in a rush to I always wanted to get engaged. Mm. I was never in a rush to get married. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Please say more, because that's it. That, there's something there.
1: Um, see, I had the rule that I didn't want to live with a significant other oh, until okay. we were... Um, engaged. Mm-hmm. I had a relationship from the past. That's where my daughter's from. Okay. So it was just, I didn't want to move to the next step until I had that commitment. Ah. So my husband was very aware of like my, I have a five-year plan for everything. <laughs> my husband's very aware of who I am. We've known each other for 12 years now. Oh, wow. So he, he knew that, okay, if I'm getting into this, I know what I'm getting into kind of thing.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I don't I'll, hide who I am.
0: <laughs> I get a five-year warranty on this thing actually.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Well, good for
0: you. You know what you wanted. I think yeah. that's cool. Um, going back to what you're saying about like crazy moment, like selfish or whatever it is at weddings. Mm-hmm. I wrote... Okay, so I, I built that website and I wrote one article on the blog, which is so typical. It's like, oh, I've got to start a blog and write one article and then... Oh, shit. But I wrote that... I, I thought that weddings are this crazy moment, crazy day where the past, the present and the future are all just kind of swirling around each other. And that's why the slideshows are so beneficial. Very important. Right? Because you see that arc in a few minutes, but... What do you think about that, the past? You see these people's lives, people from their past, to this present moment, this this fundamentally important moment, but then there's this recognition where it's like, these people are going to spend the rest of their lives together. They're going to die together, essentially. And what do you think about that? Does that seem fair, <laughs> or am yeah, I to I lunch? Yeah,
1: and I think that's very important, is because like a lot of the couples I'm dealing with now are postponements from 2020. Hmm. So people focus, couples focus so much on what's this person going to think what are my parents going to think mm. if i have to postpone or what are they going to think if i have to cut from 150 down to 10 people right. how is aunt blah blah, blah going to feel if she's not invited to the wedding and my best friend of 14 years is even though i haven't seen aunt whoever in oh a year and a half right so people are so concerned about everyone else's emotions mm. they tend to leave theirs at the door kind of thing mm-hmm. and i completely respect it right mm-hmm. but They need to also remember that this is, you know, they don't want to look back at their wedding in five years and be like, oh, I really wish that my best friend was there and my aunt I I haven't seen since my wedding day.
0: Right. That's a tough call, though.
1: So I'm always I always ask very specifically, like, how do you feel? And I ask the bride and the groom because Hmm. the brides are very, you know, this is. Typically, brides dream about their day from when they're little girls, where grooms are like, I don't care whatever she wants. And that's adorable, and I completely love that, Mm -hmm. but it's also about him as well. Sure. So it's trying to get a feel, like, remember, remind them. I said, you guys are going to be together for the rest of your life. Your mother-in-law is totally going to be there, Mm -hmm. but she's not the one you're going to wake up to every single day for the next 25, 50 years.
0: (laughs) True. Hopefully. (laughs)
1: <laughs> depending on your living situation <laughs> <laughs>
0: right which we don't judge here on this show exactly <laughs> so that's interesting it's so and it must do you find is it hard for the bride to or what's is it do you have to strike a balance between like because was it you or was somebody else that told me in some ways the wedding is for other people uh, else why would you bother
1: yeah I, I I don't think we talked about that but that's what a lot of people see it as yeah. and in a lot of cultures too like I'm Italian okay so um my dad was like, why aren't you inviting like, your great aunts? And I'm like, well, I've literally seen her twice. Right. Um, we're having a 60-person wedding. Why would I up it to 100 to have all these relatives that mm-hmm. I haven't seen in the last this many years? And right. he's like, well, it's a respect thing. Mm. And I'm like, I still respect them. Right. I just don't, I don't know necessarily. I would rather celebrate them in a dinner privately and mm. get to know them again and get to know them me as an adult rather than have them at my wedding that I'm not going to see them for longer than two minutes.
0: Right. That's interesting though. And then you wonder like your dad bringing that up, like it's almost, it's in a way where it's like, this is, it's for him in some ways then, right? Yep. It's like my daughter's getting married and I need to now just, dis- or what I need to, in- that's a huge thing to the family, the mm-hmm. cultural element, I totally.
1: guess. Yeah. And some families, I mean, some cultures are huge on family, right? And coming from yeah. Italian, family is a huge thing for us and right. I respect it. And I, my family is very important to me. Mm-hmm. But also, so is my marriage and my husband, and we wanted a small wedding, and mm-hmm. we made those tough decisions. Right. And it was about us. It's about us, and <laughs> it'll continue to be about us.
0: Would you say that's? I was talking to my girlfriend before she, before I came here, and I said, "What? What should I ask?" You know, but just for some perspective. And she said, "Ask for some do. Ask for some do's and don'ts, or what's the? What are a few things that brides should do or should remember?" So that's one. Is like it is about you and how you feel. Yeah. Is there anything else beyond or like? Maybe tied to that?
1: Yeah, I think a lot is um, you're going to get a lot of unsolicited advice while planning your wedding. And uh, people want to be heard. And I think it's really important to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't necessarily have to take it. It's mm. one thing to have a conversation and be like, okay, I, I respect your opinion. I appreciate your advice. Right. But that's it. You don't need to mm. take it and change your whole plan. You don't need to take it and do anything with it. You just need to for them to be heard. And I think right. that's very important is that's any, in any industry, right? They just want, True. people just want to be heard.
0: Just, <laughs> I just want to be heard. Just let, it's almost like just let them get it out. Totally. You know, let them get it out. This is off topic, but I was shooting for one of the news stations here in town. And I went to a, uh, a protest, this anti-mask protest, and all these lunatics yelled at me and they just yelled at me, your shitty news, your fake news, and I thought about it after. I'm like, I hope they feel better. Like, just get it out, yeah. you know. Yeah, right. And 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 there it is. Now can you move on, please? Because this is not about you or yeah. me.
1: And I so. mean, I've had that in restaurants too, where people just like okay. to yell, and I'm like,
0: get it out. Do you feel better yet? Yeah. You know? And then
1: honestly, I've had people come up to me after and apologize because they're like, okay, I I was mad at this person, and you just happened to be in the line of fire. And I'm like, no worries. Like I'm I'm one of those people where you could say something terrible to me, and I mm. would I would 100% go home and think about it. But I'm like, I know. I, it wasn't me, right? <laughs> no, it wasn't you.
0: That's the crazy thing is it's actually maybe it's never you and it's always the other person. Yeah. So you must have, you must have seen some people at their worst in some ways, hey? Like I've, hospitality, yeah. weddings. I've
1: seen a lot of things.
0: Okay. <laughs> you're, you're, you're scarred.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm damaged. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but that must give you some sense of something, right? Like are, are, do, are, is this a culture or is this a time where people are walking around carrying a lot of baggage and they're just looking to explode or and then the wedding is kind of like that extra... That last straw, maybe, or that?
1: Totally. Yeah, Yeah. I get a lot of brides that are, you know, I had one last year that she was just so overwhelmed with the changes and the restrictions, you know, Mm. day to day, never mind like right now we're week to week or week to two weeks. And she just called me and she was so upset with things changing and not knowing what to do and not knowing if she was making the right decision with going ahead with a very small, small wedding. And I, like I said, I flat out was like, what did the two of you want? Forget everybody else. If you had a choice between getting married just to the two of you right now mm-hmm. and going on with your life or postponing because you want to have this party f- or dinner or whatever for somebody else. And she's mm-hmm. like, I get married right now, no questions. I'm like, there's your answer.
0: <laughs> Does it take that sometimes for you just to like cut through all the shit and just say like, what, what do you need to do right now?
1: hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you got to take out, like you just flat out be like, if you could get married right now, nobody, nobody's opinion mattered, nobody mm-hmm. would give you your advice, yes or no. Yeah. And it's like, yes, then there's your, there's your answer. <laughs>
0: Good for you. So you're, you're a lot of things in, in, in one almost, hey? Director, manager, producer, coach. Therapist. Therapist, <laughs> guidance counselor, yeah. Man, that, you love it though, right?
1: I love it. It's yeah. so funny. Weddings are so similar in so many aspects. Mm-hmm. My clients have very similar personality traits. Like I mm. said, they're all you know very organized, very detail-oriented, okay. very like, type A in the sense that they know what they want, they know what they like. But their personalities are different in the sense that, you know, you never know who you're going to get or in weddings, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know how the guests are going to be or behave or act or, you know, I met you, didn't expect it. No,
0: definitely didn't expect it. Don't even remember it. I don't anyway. I do remember it, but not well. Vaguely. (laughs) Vaguely. Anyway, it rained a lot that night. I remember that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember that.
0: (laughs) How were the pictures? Did you do pictures in the rain?
1: Uh, No, I didn't. (laughs) Oh,
0: you didn't. You weren't there. Why the hell would you be there? Yeah. (laughs) What's your deal there? How long do you stay to what point in the night?
1: Um, It depends. So for the most part, I'm there for like the setup aspect to oversee (laughs) everything. Um, And then tell like the last vendor goes home. Um, I just make sure everything's, you know, managed, you know, they're not forgetting anything. Cause the last thing you want is hotel being like, okay, here's a charge because your DJ forgot his whole setup. And then the couple's stuck with the bill at the end of the night.
0: <laughs> okay. So you've seen that, but so you kind of know that's cool. And I guess that's like anything like as you're an entrepreneur, you get that, you always get that next one to then refine your process a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I I think this is interesting. It's the 18th. And I I, I really do think that one year ago on the 18th, they hadn't announced CERB yet, like the Canadian benefit. And I was watching Trudeau speak and I just sat there thinking, I'm so fucked. Like, (laughs) did you, okay, before I go on, did you at any point like feel like I'm fucked when COVID came?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I honestly had a countdown to when COVID ended, to be completely honest with you. Oh, so I was like, never. April 30th, 2020, this is going to be done.
0: Mm. And I had a
1: countdown on my phone.
0: One month, you thought? One month. Oh, no. Yep.
1: Okay. Good dead, for you. Dead set. And I was like, this is <laughs> this is just like a little flu bug. Yeah, I have a kid right. in school. Everybody gets like the seasonal flu. And I was mm-hmm. dead set. Like, I would have bet money, like yeah. thousands of dollars, this would have ended April 30th, 2020. What, what
0: gave you that? Just your personal belief or
1: so it was funny we were we went to vegas my husband and i for like a pre-honeymoon uh or pre like a pre-marriage vacation right Um, this is part of the
0: five-year plan right this is pretty
1: much (laughs) (laughs) um so we went um february 29th 28th 2020 so literally like right before it like the world came crashing down
0: yeah right (laughs) right
1: so we were in vegas walking around and being it was like Vegas is crazy busy all the time. So mm-hmm. we were walking around and we're like, this is weird. Like hotels weren't as busy. The Bellagio, you could go stand in front of the fountains. No one was near you. Hmm. Sanitizer was like a thing. It was right. just eerie. And I'm like, okay. okay, clearly it's hit the States before it's hit Canada, right. right? And I was like, this is, it's just making its way through countries. And I just never thought about it's like the flu right mm-hmm. like i said my daughter goes to school she gets the flu bug every year she's over it we go on with our lives right i just never thought that it would be what it is today and it it's mind-boggling to me that there's countries like new zealand and if you're on instagram you go see the clubs that are open jam with yeah. people and then we're still here not able to get a vaccine rolled out
0: <laughs> yeah struggling what did i just hear today on the way here the plane carrying the vaccine had a mechanical error and they couldn't get it here it's like oh,
1: of course it did. <laughs>
0: Did it though? Did it? Did it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. I was in Florida right around that time last year and nothing. There was no sense of it. And now to think, boy, we cut it close. Hey, we almost got, like a friend of mine was in Arizona and he had to quarantine for like a month or two weeks when he came back. Mm-hmm. He kind of had crossed that. So so I guess what I did in response to that was I built that website. I started trying to offer wedding slideshows 100% as a digital um, yep. process, you know? Hasn't been, it almost doesn't matter because ultimately what I did a year later was like hook up with you and now you're offering it, which thank you very much for, for maybe. I mean, we got one, so that's good.
1: Yeah, well, you're fantastic at it. So, I mean, you made it easy. Thank you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I enjoyed doing it. Um, so then, yeah, so I'm curious. So then all for a month where it was just insane, all I had to think about was that website. So I'm wondering how you shifted in the early days of covid for your for your business
1: yeah so I think it really helped just like going through the whole wedding like we had a so when we got married we did we were doing a surprise wedding so nobody knew we were getting married not family friends absolutely nobody oh so when uh, sorry March 16th they made that announcement that it's come to Canada things are gonna start closing whatever right Uh, and then our wedding being planned on March 23rd everything closed it was okay fight-or-flight mode like what do we do we cancel a wedding that wasn't an option because the date was very important to us okay um so it was just you know vendors it was figuring out vendors figuring out this figuring out that and then i'm like okay march not a lot of people get married i don't have any clients that get married in march okay so then it was like okay i just went through this if i just went through this with we only had 12 people at that moment coming because we were doing a, a larger party later on in the year Okay. how the hell are my clients feeling that have 250 people expected to be coming to venues oh later on this year
0: yeah yeah
1: so i'm i'm I always contingency plan everything. I worst case scenario, absolutely everything. My daughter knows that she's, she asked the question and she's like, she's already, she's only eight and she's already like, mom, don't worry, this isn't going to happen. And I'm like, well, <laughs> why would that, figured out. yeah, why would that happen? And she's like, well, just in case. And I'm like, well, I wasn't thinking about that before, but I am now. <laughs> yeah. Thank
0: you for the extra anxiety. <laughs>
1: right? So just like coming up with that plan A, plan B mm-hmm. and, you know, seeing sure. where to go from there. So it was almost a blessing in a sense. That I went through it first, knowing that. Interesting. I know, you know what to do. Seeing how flexible vendors were, because everyone was like, in March, everyone's like, "Well, I can't do your hair. I can't do your makeup. You don't have a mask on."
0: Right, right.
1: And back then, masks weren't even mandatory, but it was just the con. Like we thought we could touch people and get it, right? Or we thought we could touch a table and get COVID.
0: Oh, that's right. You used to wash your groceries. Remember that? I he my groceries. Oh, I wash mine. <laughs> So that's interesting. You were like the guinea pig for your own.
1: I'm yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> so how did it go? How many people, none?
1: No, so we had to get married in our kitchen. Oh God. Um, It was my husband, myself, my daughter, our commissioner snuck in because we didn't know if like our neighbors would call the cops on us. Wow. We had to get um, a coworker because we didn't want anybody associated with the wedding because nobody knew oh so i called my coworker and i was like hey what are you and your boyfriend doing can you come sign our marriage papers and she's like yeah absolutely so they came they like stood far away from us but we were we're working together and i was in the office at that point so i mean we were technically like a cohort even though cohorts weren't a thing at that point right they signed the papers they like witnessed the wedding they left and my dad called me the next day he's like what did you do last night and i'm like oh we got married and he was like what and he like starts laughing and I'm like yeah I'm serious and he's like well congratulations I guess he's like that's so exciting
0: (laughs) wow that's crazy I was at a wedding that's so funny because I was at a wedding on Saturday shooting and it was the same thing they got married in the damn kitchen the bride came down from upstairs
1: Mm
0: -hmm. a year later we're still fighting this yep so would you what was your big takeaway from that was that we could or what was your big takeaway from that
1: (laughs) my big takeaway is I mean make sure you're working with vendors you trust, Uh, right? Because you don't know, I see it a lot where people book vendors based on cost and Mm. I, this is a whole nother topic, but I price myself based on the fact that if I wouldn't pay for it, I can't charge my clients for it. Mm. So I come from Mm. 12 years of experience, I'm double certified, I could be charging more than what I'm charging, Mm. but I base myself I charge myself based on what I would pay for my services, so okay. making sure that you know you use cl- or vendors that are an actual business, that are reputable, right? That know what they're doing. I've seen you know photographers, videographers that I could take better pictures on my iPhone. Oh. <laughs> to be completely honest with you, and they're charging
0: five grand for the day or whatever,
1: or they're charging thirty dollars ah, for a session, a and I'm like, yes, you're saving money, but. Are you gonna be proud of these photos when you see them? And it breaks my I've talked to friends and they're like, Oh my photos were so terrible. I Whoa. wish I would have spent ten thousand dollars on the photos. Right just to have something real. To have all my friend my family looking at the camera. <laughs> and that's the biggest that's <laughs> every single person says that. And I'm like, Really? Yeah.
0: There's they have their wedding photos and not everyone's looking at the same time? Yep.
1: I've had three acquaintances say that. That that was like their biggest takeaway. And I'm like, if I can Boy. I will full-out plan a photo shoot for you Mm -hmm. free of cost free of my charge sure to make you have those photos just nice photos for your memories and they're like i appreciate i'll reach out for you when i'm like ready for that because it's still my my one acquaintance been married three years now and it's still like a very sensitive subject for her
0: ouch and there's no way you can redo that no but i mean we
1: can make it look like right maybe so i did um a side story is um we were planning to get married june 26 2020 that was our original reception date so everyone thought we were getting married that day Ah. but we were planning a surprise wedding march 23rd so um that date came and COVID was still a real thing and Mm. we couldn't have we knew we weren't gonna be able to have 60 people indoors so we made the call back in april to cancel everything so um, my husband myself my daughter and then two of our really good friends went downtown and mm-hmm. did like a stylized stage shoot so okay. to get all our formal photos done because formal photos were very very important to me mm-hmm. um so my stepdad i called him and a few weeks after we, i posted a couple pictures on facebook and mm-hmm. he go he goes oh so how like what's new how are things and i could tell he was a little off and i'm like sure. what's going on and he goes well how was your wedding and I'm like, what wedding? Like, what wedding? We got married in March. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, your other wedding. And I'm like, um, I don't know. Like, He's like, well, I saw the photos on Facebook. Ah. And I'm like, oh, those were just like our form. like, there was no wedding. That was just like the five of us. He's like, oh, you didn't have like a wedding reception? And I'm like, no. And of all people, you don't think you'd be there with us? <laughs> and he's like, it looks like a real wedding. And ah. I've had tons of people reach out and be like, I thought for sure you had a wedding.
0: Interesting. So is that something you would maybe suggest to like book a photo day
1: to a hundred percent. If you have, you've spent the money on the photographer, you spent the money on a videographer. Why the hell not spend, I mean, total everything in we spent maybe $1,500, hmm. um, minus. So like drinks, food, sure. we got a cake, a little bit of decor, $1,500 okay. to just like go have fun and walk downtown.
0: Just make a day out of it. Kind of yeah.
1: And it was all about us
0: <laughs> and that's what it's all about. Okay. That's interesting. Do you offer that or do you offer packages like that or you make that suggestion to people? Yeah, I totally yeah.
1: do like customized package, um, consulting, cool. all that stuff. Because like I said, I've, I feel like a, a year of full out COVID with weddings. Mm-hmm. I feel like at this point I've done almost all of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you could do it for this, if you could do it, if you could marry people in 2020, you could marry people. Right. Anytime. Yeah.
1: And I did weddings for 25 to 50. Mm-hmm. Um, indoors, Because at that point, that's what we were allowed. Right. Up into we did 100 outdoors. So okay. I've done, I think, a little bit of everything. We've spaced table. I have a tape measure in my <laughs> kit. So I'm literally measuring tables six feet apart, doing the math with like, okay, they have to pull their chair two feet. So oh, what does that mean for wow. spacing? So, sure. I'm not good at math, but thank God for calculators.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're good enough, I think. You're putting in more effort than the average person.
1: I hope so. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, things got crazy there for a, a while where, was it? When was that? It was like the summer when they started reopening and then you could have decently sized indoor gatherings? Yeah. Now, what was that like where as far as like how people behaved? Like a few drinks and it's like social distancing is what? Like, yeah. Did you, you know, see that? Or
1: For the most part, I was very surprised. I mean, once people started drinking, you're right. People got comfortable
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they were still talking, but it was at a comfortable space where, I mean, mm-hmm. you could put your elbows up, both people, and they were still far apart. Which, I mean, is still respectable. When, right. I mean, when I'm drinking a couple bottles of wine, there's no way I'm that far away from people.
0: <laughs> no, I'm on top of people. Exactly. I'm on the same couch cushion.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's for. Sharing is caring.
0: Right. <laughs> okay. So, but you saw that people were at least making an effort. Like, it, it, they modify their behavior, even if it wasn't.
1: Yeah, I definitely think it was, like unconscious and they it was just embedded in their head by that point Mm -hmm. because we've been a couple months into it and it was like i do a lot of weddings for nurses specifically so i think them just knowing the dangers being in the hospital and you know hand sanitizers Mm -hmm. and wearing masks when they had to so i just think it's embedded in their head that they are taking the precautions when they need to Mm. and you know they're comfortable talking we had this really good system one of my couples where they had stickers Mm. so it was green was i'm good for hugs Um, Hmm. and high fives, or sorry, green, I'm good for hugs. Um, yellow, I'm good for talking, red, please keep your distance.
0: Hmm. So like an older person might be a red.
1: Yep. And Hmm. that's what it was. It was, you know, stay away from grandma. She's good with like a wave across the room. Hmm. Please don't approach her.
0: Stay away from grandma. But okay. At the same time, that's unfortunate though, in, in some ways, what this virus has done to our culture. You know, it's, it's necessarily forced us apart in some ways. Was there... Times where a wedding just maybe wasn't what it could have been or people felt like, ah, you know, I didn't, I didn't really have that deep connection that I wanted or.
1: Yeah, I think, again, in some ways it's been a blessing in the sense that with your guest list, especially you're not inviting people that it's like obligation Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, I have to invite my third grade teacher because my mom talks to her once a month.
0: Right. That's also (laughs) interesting. Yeah, it's like, I really don't like that person. Yeah, definitely are not coming.
1: Yeah, so I've had huh. you know a lot of those conversations, too, where it's like, okay, do you really want to invite this person because your friend just started dating them last week? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no, I don't want to, but I feel like I have to. And it's like, okay, well, right. grandma or boyfriend?
0: Mm. Somebody when, else's boyfriend.
1: Yeah, and that's it. When you put it in perspective like that, mm-hmm. a lot of people might be a little, their feelings might be hurt, mm-hmm. but they're way more understanding given the circumstances we're in. And I hope it really goes further and continues like that because at the end of the day again it's not about my feelings it's about the couple's feelings and what they want and if they don't want your boyfriend there they don't want their, your boyfriend there it's <laughs> have a conversation offline a couple months down the road say hey you know what that really hurt my feelings mm-hmm. don't talk about it up leading up to the wedding don't talk about it on the day of the wedding
0: <laughs> okay that's great i'm gonna i'm not gonna clip it and repeat it but you're gonna repeat it just there oh you don't even have to but i hope everybody just heard that is like if you got problems with people and the way they're dealing with their wedding don't tell them at the wedding or, before, or right before. Let the, let the honeymoon wear off. And yes. Then...
1: Yeah, wait until after the wedding. If there's any issues, bring it up after the wedding. Let it, you know what, take your feelings out of it. Yes. Just bring it up after the wedding. Let them enjoy their time. There's bridezillas, there's groomzillas, there's momzillas, there's friendzillas. <laughs> Just after.
0: A lot of Zillas. That's too, yeah. <laughs> have you ever had one where it's was all Zillas? Like just everybody was a Zilla? No. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and always... I yet
1: to have a bridezilla, knock on wood. Really? No. Oh. Yeah.
0: Good for you. Yeah. Because what, what would that look like? That'd be hell on earth.
1: Yeah. When I worked in hotels, um, there was a couple momzillas. Okay. <laughs> but I think it's just moms, know, moms, moms feel like they know best, and I know that because I'm a mom, and I, I know best for my eight year old daughter. I'm not even going to lie. Well,
0: you do. You do. <laughs> She'd be up on the roof if it weren't for you.
1: If she could have a wedding right now, it would be full of like bubbles and pools and jump rope and
0: candy. Maybe? Candy, yes.
1: <laughs> candy bar, no buffet. <laughs> That'd be
0: the best wedding, actually. Maybe there's something to that.
1: Right? So I understand moms just care and they care a lot. Right. Um, but again, it's the thing with we need to remember whose wedding this is and keep in mind what they want. And I completely respect opinions from each side, but if the couples don't want to hear it, we need to respect Hmm. that boundary.
0: Totally. Yeah. Respect the boundary for sure. Like moms care on like a deep. Totally. And you would know better than me, obviously, but like, it's almost like a unconscious caring, right? Where you can't even justify just like mother bear kind of thing. It's
1: harmless for sure. Like I don't, I, yeah, I understand it on so many levels and I respect it. But again, it's keeping in mind, you gotta, you gotta let the couple make the ultimate decision, no matter if you're paying for it, no matter, no matter what, it's ultimately not the parent's decision to make it. It's not,
0: even if they're kicking in 50 grand for the, for the thing. Yeah. Have you seen that where it's like mom and dad try and swing the the money hammer or whatever you want to say and be like, (laughs) I'm paying for this.
1: Yeah, I went back in my hotel days, for yeah. sure, and that was, you know, a hard, a hard thing to see because I've seen a lot of brides just, their emotions just get the best of them and they feel defeated ultimately, Oof. right? Like, how are you supposed to say, no, I don't want that, Mom, and then you see the, okay, well, then I'm not paying for it, and then oh, it's, God. right? That's not fair to anybody on each any side, and I don't want to be in the middle of it.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> You're just wondering, is, is my check going to cash now?
1: Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> okay, are we still going ahead with the venue? Do you guys need some time? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Did I get my deposit? Yeah, pretty much.
1: But no, I haven't seen it um, recently. And I mean, I hope that I don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I hope you don't either. I hope none of this bad shit happens to you that we're talking about.
1: Yeah, right? Worst case case scenario, I told you.
0: (laughs) Right. So your first wedding, you told me was May 29th, I think? Yes, yeah. How many you got for this year?
1: Um, I have 20 this year. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm very excited. I'm, you know, fingers crossed they all happen I don't see them not happening a lot of people are postponements from 2020 so right. they're like you know what let's go ahead let's get married let's do this some of them are legally married and just oh. wanting a party whether it's dinner whether sure. it's you know seeing people for the first time in a year yeah. which is a huge thing mm-hmm. and I you know I haven't seen my family since Christmas um, 2019 because we get together for holidays Wow. so like to sit in a room with my family we haven't sat together since christmas 2019
0: are they not in edmonton
1: no they're in short park oh, oh God! <laughs> but just like easter last year was canceled true so it was just one of those things where it never panned out so i mean yeah. i feel bad for people that don't have family you know in in the city in the country i you know my heart breaks i have a yeah. friend who her family's out east and she's like i haven't seen them since it's been this year only two years and i'm like
0: Wow. Yeah, you do almost take that for granted, you know, that I can still go stand in my parents' backyard 10 feet apart and whatever that's worth, it's better than nothing. Totally. If you're enjoying this conversation, please subscribe on YouTube and give us a like. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And now, back to the conversation. Yeah, this wedding I was at last weekend, the, 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 the bride had moved from somewhere out east but the family actually traveled to edmonton for this so that was really it was actually became quite emotional when she said you know you guys aren't here it feels like you're not in my life we are not sharing my experiences i almost teared up yeah and i'm trying to run the camera and not be a jerk off <laughs> crying in the back of the room but like <laughs> <Stopping>. <laughs> yeah. but it was like again like just to get back to what i said earlier is like the emotion that can be unleashed at a wedding is like un- unlike really anything else that I've seen.
1: It's funny I was talking about this um the other day with somebody about how I go to weddings, I love the speech part because yeah. I don't know these people very very well, like very, you know, in depth. I don't know their history, how mm. like how they met their bridesmaids, their school stories, that kind of thing. And just like I love the speeches because then I know them on a deeper level and mm. I'm sitting there crying with everybody, laughing with everybody <laughs> and you know, I get weird looks so they're like aren't you just like the wedding planner? Yeah, what like, do you care? What, and I'm just like it's so nice to you see how much people care right and they're surrounded by so much love and support right. and it's magical to watch everybody come together for that one special day you know we all know there's the jerk whoever that said something the day before that upset somebody mm. but they're all there for one reason to love and support them and to tell those stories mm-hmm. and it's I love watching it all I just like watching the couple's face light up when they see it all come together and knowing that this is you know all that money that and the time that they've invested right. this is what they've created
0: a friend of mine had a very costly wedding in Canmore or something like that, and I'm sure it was probably a hundred grand or more. And I asked him one day when we were driving home from a bachelor party, a different bachelor party, like like man to man, friend to friend, we've known each other for twenty years. Why did you do this? He's like, That's just how it was. That's how my parents did it, that's how my grandparents did it, that's how her family did it. It's kinda cool tradition, mm-hmm. but also I wonder I guess my thought was just like, okay, but that seems like a major headache.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it can be, right? That, right. Like I said, coming from an Italian wedding to have like less than 200 people at your wedding mm-hmm. is crazy. It's a shame. So, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, when I went for a 60 person wedding, I'm like, these are literally people that, like we cut a lot of people Yeah. and like a lot of people that may have been important to us at one point. Mm-hmm. But my biggest thing was, um, because I have a daughter from a previous relationship, mm-hmm. I didn't want anybody coming up to her from my husband's side and being like, oh, hi, who are you? Because yeah, that's make, weird, right? Making her, if anybody made her feel uncomfortable in any mm-hmm. given time, I would have went from zero to a hundred real quick, Right. Oh. <laughs>
0: You would have been Bridezilla.
1: hundred percent I would have. Oh, no. So, and that was like a conversation I had with people. And I'm like, it's, you know, if you want to have a conversation with me, if you want me to explain this further, I'm happy to have it. It's not mm. personal. I just, I wish you were a bigger part of our life. My husband and I were together at five years when we got married. Mm. So there's no excuse for why um, you can't. We're adults, right? right? Like, there's no reason why you can't call. The phone works both ways. Mm. Um, if you haven't met my daughter. Take the hint right? So if you're not going to put an effort into my life, I, sorry, I don't, I, so much going on. I don't have the time to be a one way relationship, family or not.
0: Cool. That's a great way to look at it. I love the strength. Can I get you to straighten that microphone out just a touch so it's pointed more? Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. So I have this other thing that I always say to my girlfriend when we do get married, because there's been moments where I'm at a wedding and I, I'm sitting there like, Oh God. And I'm watching the poor groom stumble it through or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, he's going to cry. Here we go. Boy. Oh boy. And he looks at me, and there's that moment where it's like, I know you don't know me, and yet here I am in this incredibly vulnerable moment for you. That's the one thing I don't want at my wedding, when it happens, if it happens, to look out into the audience and see a stranger.
1: Totally. Yeah. And that's how I was too, right? Right. Like, um, I, we had people that were dating people, right. um, and they, I, I flat out had conversations, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. They, you don't get a plus one Mm -hmm. based on the fact that you've only been dating for a year
0: yeah what is that you might not even be here tomorrow
1: totally I love you this is like when we do family photos Mm -hmm. um, my siblings if they're with somebody Mm -hmm. they don't get their significant others don't get in the family photos
0: (laughs) that's just the that's great though you don't want that I mean fuck it bring them to the uh, reception Mm -hmm. fine
1: yeah and that was yeah
0: then I can get to know them yeah but why immortalize them in the pictures yeah or have them in that
1: well they weren't even invited to the nothing oh, good for you nothing <laughs> I was cut and dry but that's just how that's how I am in a lot of aspects of my life so <laughs> hey if
0: it works I mean it must be working you, you this is big because I didn't even know this you have made it work now where you you quit the job and your side hustle became your yeah career mm-hmm. obviously you're doing something right
1: yeah I, I think so <laughs> I hope so <laughs> I, I think so
0: <laughs> I know you are I know you are. I, so actually, that brings me to something I was going to ask you about. Was was the corporate job sort of a means to an end, Whereas like your, your five-year plan was to get out of that and do the weddings full-time?
1: Uh, no, I never, ever planned right, on um, yeah, doing this full-time. Okay. I still ideally would like to have something part-time just because weddings are... Pretty seasonal. Yeah, very seasonal. And my daughter's in school full-time. My husband works full-time. So during the day... I need something to occupy my time. Right. I volunteer on four boards right now. Um, I have like contract work that I'm doing. Okay. So, I mean, I have a lot on my plate, but just my days are a little sporadic. Mm. So I'd love to have something, you know, school hours are like eight to three. So just something to fill the gap. And I've always been someone that like, my hobbies are always something that makes me income or, you know, helps me grow, help, helps me learn. Yeah. I'm That's not, great. you know, I, I've had all my fun in my, late teens early 20s now it's I'm in my 30s it's time to benefit me and my family so right on let's do it <laughs>
0: let's do it so you said something interesting there and just want to make sure I heard it right your hobbies have always been something you could convert into a, a job yeah that? okay yep that's really cool because I'm working on this idea of like uh, the path I call it the path of least resistance to the self I, I wonder if maybe have you found, like for me, it's like, it's for me, it's getting easier and easier to live my life because I'm only really doing the things that I can do. I'm, I'm not doing much that I really am not interested in or can't do. Mm-hmm. Are you, do you feel you're tending towards that yourself by any chance?
1: Yeah, I think that's, so I, my background is um, administration events, hospitality. Right those kind of things. So like my contract works all admin work, um, obviously weddings. Sure. Uh, I just did a contract um, with a corporate client doing their events in the city. So it's just, I feel like a lot of things are just easily coming to me, you know, making those connections being put into sure. contact with people that need the assistance. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm hundred percent with you. I, as much as I love growing and learning, um, I'm doing a contract right now for a school in, um, Saskatchewan, so learning about the education system in Saskatchewan is like mind blowing to me.
0: Oh, that's cool. <laughs> what what kind of, what's the contract, like what's the scope of work here?
1: Um, so I do virtual assisting for oh. a company, so I'm a third party virtual assistant. So just, gotcha. yeah, the scope of work is insane, and it's, it was like a little tiny project, and now it's grown into this bigger project Uh and so the amount of work that I'm researching and learning about and doing it's so interesting and school systems my daughter's in school so I mean it's wild how much different Alberta to Saskatchewan is first of all Um, it involves international students so it's Hmm. wild to like you know learn about visas and what you need in that regard and you know COVID readiness plans and all this stuff that I never ever would have touched otherwise so it's i like to challenge myself i'm always up for a challenge i'm always i'm the first to be like i can't do this i need help kind of thing Mm. but i have nothing to lose essentially no why not give it a try
0: why not give it a because that's where you're going to grow right Is if you push yourself to the point where you have to grow i guess that's crazy i'm saying that too much on the show that's crazy (laughs) it's not crazy it's not that crazy it's kind of crazy I woke up from a nightmare and my girlfriend said you were screaming. I said, that's crazy. It's like, that is probably <laughs> that's, crazy.
1: That is crazy. Yeah,
0: I might be crazy. So, okay, so I'm asking, I guess what I'm asking is like, is there a step beyond wedding planning where you see yourself being even more uh, who you are or growing into or, or is weddings kind of always?
1: Yeah, I would like to get more into corporate um, events just because I have the corporate background. Sure. I have the event background. Um, mm. I think it would be a very easy transition I also, I was talking to a girl yesterday. She reached out to me on LinkedIn and she was like, hey, I'm in marketing right now mm-hmm. um, in university. I just, I have a couple of questions. Do you mind if I take some of your time? And I'm like, "Yep, yeah, absolutely. And we were on a Zoom call for about half an hour. And she was like, just with my background and everything, she's like, have you ever thought about starting an event firm basically and hiring uh-huh. out planners? And I'm like, that's interesting that you would say that. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely crossed my mind, but I have that feeling of just like not being enough. And she like, she's like, that's interesting you say that. And I think we all have, you know, the feeling of just, we can't do it. And Mm -hmm. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone has that reservation of like, oh, can I do this? Am I, is it like, am I enough? Do I have enough experience? Do I know what I'm doing? And I think with me, it's, I believe in like faking it till you make it to an extent, Sure. (laughs) but I also wouldn't want to be like, okay, here, I have like eight planners underneath me. We can do this. Um, I'd want some sense of experience Managing other event, like I have subcontract and I have, Mm -hmm. you know, contractors and whatever underneath me. But to have something that big is just maybe a ten-year plan, not a five-year plan. Uh, Okay, sure.
0: (laughs) But well, would that be like you you take one under your? Because I'm looking myself to take a second videographer under my. I can't find the person. If you're out there, please call me. But like, (laughs) is that the step you think? Like, yeah. Take on one and then.
1: I've had quite a few. I was actually really. surprised at how many people have reached out and they're like hey i'm into weddings um can i just like come follow you around for a day and i really Mm. respect people that want to see what it's about before they're like okay i want to be a wedding planner i'm going to do weddings right because planning your own wedding is completely different than planning somebody else's wedding
0: yeah i would think
1: so just like having you know making sure that you have everything lined up making sure you know and you need a backbone for it because you get yelled at for things that you're like it's not my fault that yeah. you didn't read your contract and you're supposed to bring cutlery to this event. Like, come on oh, guys. no, I've had it happen. <laughs> a wedding with
0: no cutlery. <laughs> Are they eating with their hands?
1: Um, no, we ran to Costco and got oh. very nice disposable cutlery. But um... <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well,
0: that's a good story though, right? To yeah. remember.
1: Totally. I use it for very good examples all the time.
0: <laughs> right. Sorry to run you off track. No, it's fine.
1: But it's just, I respect people that want to try it. And I mm. think that there needs to be more opportunities for people, you know, out of high school or going into university to be like, okay, I'm spending $20,000 on education, but I have no idea if I wanna do it, right? Hmm. Where we're pushed so hard after high school to get that post-secondary, right. knowing nothing about what we're getting into, what real life is yeah. in that career. Yeah. And it's wild to me that that's, that's normal here, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Like- I mean, I guess some schools are more likely to give you like a work experience at the end of your term.
1: At the end of your term. At yeah, the
0: end of your term. Probably use it at the start. Like, just go in and get your ass whooped for like three days. Yeah. And good. then say, okay.
1: And that's why I said to like these people reaching out, I'm like, come spend a 20 hour day with me. Yeah, weddings might be fun to plan, but is it fun being on your feet for 20 hours? Mm. And not just like on your feet, like running on your feet for 20. Right. And the one girl like was like, huh, I thought. My husband's a perfect example. He came and helped me on a wedding and he's like, I thought you just, like, hung out and, like, you know, mingled. And I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's never. My... <laughs> <laughs> but
0: if you start the firm, then you would be that person. Yeah. Show up at the wedding for a few hours, have a drink, shake some hands.
1: <laughs> Kiss the babies. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And then leave it to the poor lackey who is you now but not you later. Yeah. It's a thought.
1: Yeah, and my thing is I was saying to her was um, that would be a lot of trust to people. Um, yeah. And I've had, you know people I've contracted out not like call me a half an hour before they're supposed to be down for a teardown go oh sorry I'm not going to make it I have an early date tomorrow so I've just had brutal not great experiences with it Mm. so to have that trust for somebody to run I know what I'm capable of Mm. I have no idea what the next person's capable of
0: well that's the thing too with entrepreneurship is like you can always squeeze another drop out of yourself yeah and twofold you you don't actually always find those people who are willing to do the same. Some people just don't want the risk and don't like, why would I work any harder than I have to?
1: Mm-hmm. I think um, Heather from Blush Makeup Artist, she said it great in a podcast she was on a couple months ago. Cool. Is that um, like she works with a bunch of makeup artists. So mm-hmm. she, a lot of her girls um, want to run a business mm-hmm. um, when it's okay to just work for somebody else like there's nothing wrong with working for somebody else i i love working for other people right Mm -hmm. like i'm happy to do a contract under somebody else's name Mm -hmm. and make them look fantastic i have you know it doesn't it's not anything off my back if it's somebody else's company or if it's my company Mm -hmm. i just couldn't find anybody else to work under that was hiring sure right and it just wasn't i didn't have the opportunity so i was like well i'm perfectly capable of doing this on my own Mm -hmm. i have every Why why not I got a business license. I got insurance. I got you know everything I needed to do, and I started a business. And here I am, three years on my own, and mm-hmm. it's working.
0: Why though? Like, what in your was it really just that? It was like I want to do it, and there's no one who can show me how to do it, so I'm going to do it.
1: Um, it was. I got asked a few by a few like friends of friends to do their weddings, ah. and I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it legally and right. So I was like, a business license was like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Insurance was, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. So it was a tax write-off at the end of the day. It was, you know, being reputable. And, I mean, it kind of just trickled down from Hmm. one thing to the next. It was crazy how, like I said, it just took off. And here I am now.
0: (laughs) Well, good. I'm glad to hear it. Often that will happen, right, is if you just put yourself behind something and just that one singular thing, it will just... Yeah. There's something cosmic about it sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I was going to ask you something else. Right. So, but you could have very easily just said, well, no, I don't want the risk. I don't want the liability. So it's something inside you that says I can do it.
1: Totally. Yeah. I think it's my passion behind it is I really enjoy at the end of the day, I mean, a million things go wrong in weddings. And I tell every person I talk to is like Mm. so many things don't go according to like the timeline that we spend hours working on. Yes but it's being able to, you know, think 10 steps ahead and think those worst case scenarios for like, okay, I had one time a DJ call and was like, oh, I have a flat tire. I'm on the side of the road. And I'm like, cool. You're two hours. This call's coming in two hours before. Call me an hour before. Let me, give me an update. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing I can do two hours before. It's not even on my list of things to worry about right now. It's down here. Yep. Call me back in an hour. Give me an update. Call me back in 45 minutes. Okay. I'm on my way. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Mm. See you soon.
0: Interesting, a, a sort of like stress management or like a, being able to weigh everything on the fly almost.
1: because yeah. like if a bride got that call in the morning, shh, I can't imagine oh, I what would ha- be happening. As like if I was a bride on the wouldn't if I got that call, I would be calling 87 other DJs, being like, I have an emergency, what do we do?
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. <It'd> <laughs> screw you and throw the phone across yeah, the room. 100%. Yeah. That's interesting. So, is that essentially what you're doing all the time is just kind of balancing a million, spinning a bunch of plates?
1: Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. I'm you know, putting out fires here, <laughs> sure. You know, making sure this is done, making sure this is done. OK, there's, I have a mental list of 100 things that need to be done by this time. Mm-hmm. How do I time management? How do I make sure it's all going to be done? I go to the caterer, I'm like, hey, you have 50 minutes. And they're always like, yes, we know. OK, when I come back in three minutes, why aren't you ready from the 12 mm. minutes ago? It's like, well, I'm like, no, you have three minutes. And I will stand there until there's plates and hands and people are going out.
0: That is So you're that person.
1: You know what? Someone has to be, but. Yeah, (laughs) I'm getting paid money to make sure Sure. that, you know, we keep to a time. And I asked the couple, how important is the timeline to you? Some people are like, I'm okay if things go, you know, a little behind. Some are like, no, you know, I have a photographer there that's only there till nine o'clock. So if we run half an hour late, I lose those sunset photos.
0: Yes. You lose golden hour.
1: Right, And that's people don't realize those details right. until their photographer says this. And they're like, well, I, now we don't get those photos that were so important to me. And I'm like, well, they, they're important to you. They're important to me. Whatever is important to you today is important to me. So I'm going to make sure it happens. The caterer will not be late. <laughs> I promise.
0: <laughs> the food will be there at least. Yeah. <laughs> when I was watching my buddy plan his wedding, so much of it struck me like producing a film, which I've done a, a little bit of. And it's like, is it, is it like there's just so many line items, so many boxes to check that just like, you know, they, maybe the couple doesn't know, but you know, not all of these are going to, like, is there always a bit of a give and take or a trade off? Totally. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I have, you know, contingency plans for it. And I was just going over a timeline with a couple um, this week. Oh, yeah. And they were like, okay, so there's too many things and not enough time. And I'm like, the only thing that matters is your ceremony start time, hmm. your dinner start time everything else we can work around flex and I'm like I because I've done coming from hospitality I did schedule like scheduling for employees for mm. 12 years okay so I can manage timelines I have my timeline for myself planned out to like the minute like my daughter's bedtime schedule is to the 15 minutes right so I got this timelines are I my specialty <laughs> hey
0: beautiful does it you know there's four more minutes of daylight every day so do you shift her bedtime or, or is it I,
1: she has a blackout curtain, so it's oh, fine. nice! Boy, <laughs> we don't oh boy, mess around. Just throw
0: her in the in the yeah, black no. room and.
1: Yeah, she yeah she knows seven o'clock is the time we get ready right for bed. There's mm-hmm. no negotiation. Let's go.
0: <laughs> right on. Is how is she receptive to this, or is it always a bit of?
1: Um, it's a lot of. I need a hug. I oh. haven't had enough hugs today. My daughter's mm-hmm. a very her love language is um, physical touch. Sure. So yeah, she's yeah.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Well, that's I used to do. that. I remember doing that. Just one more. And then it was always, well, where are you going to be? Like when my mom's leaving the room, yeah. where are you going to be? Well, I'll be over there, <laughs> kid.
1: Well, and that's, the th- it's funny because I, one of my coworkers said um, he didn't, his kid didn't understand why mom and dad slept together, but the kid had to sleep by themselves. And I'm like, I never thought about that before.
0: Fair question.
1: Right? And that's why I said it. And I'm like, poor kid. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's alone. <laughs> right? Give him a big teddy bear or something. I know. <laughs> But that well that's interesting though. Is I never thought about that. Is there a a good reason that a kid should sleep alone? Yeah, Surely there must be. I
1: totally think it the dependency issue. Right. Cuz you don't want I mean I don't want a child that's very dependent on me. I want her to be independent and successful mm-hmm. and you know be able to make her own decisions. Yep. So that's one of the reasons why I think it's great that my daughter is able to go to sleep by her. I mean she's all about the cuddles and you sure. know she wants to hold my hand and she's eight years old and we we're talking to another mom and she's like I'm worried my daughter's gonna stop calling me mama I'm like my daughter calls me mama and she's eight she's like really I'm mm-hmm. like yeah there's so, still hope. yeah there's still hope and I mean I try to keep her as innocent as possible for as long as possible because right. the cruel world's gonna destroy her at some point well <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes sure yeah <laughs> that's interesting. I don't, I don't have kids of my own, but is that, is that kind of something that's... How, how, do you, how do you manage that? Because you do have to let them out, right?
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, establishing, I guess, those boundaries. And I let her cross the street by herself and, you know, baby steps. And, ah. I mean, I think eight is still very, very young. Like, grade three, I think about. And, I mean, when I was in grade four, I think I started walking to school by myself. And they don't let kids walk to school by themselves now until grade six. Oh, really? There's, like, a policy in school. So, um, wow. yeah, it's funny how things have changed so much to, I mean, I'm not that old. but.
0: <laughs> I walked to school when I was, like, seven.
1: Right, and that's, like, my sister is three years younger than I am, and so she was, okay. like, great, too, walking to school by herself because I didn't want to be seen with her. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get I'm like, you're fine. There. You know the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm going to coddle her as much as I can because I want her to feel you know love and supported and that confidence because I see especially with girls now just like the clickiness Mm -hmm. you know happening in grade three already really eh? yeah it's it's hard and I don't want that to affect her you know I want her to be confident and I want Mm -hmm. her you know to be able to make her own decisions and you know I tell her she sees adult making mistakes now it's funny how she's learning and she's like that person like on phone calls especially she's like that person made a mistake and i'm like yep and what happened she's like they apologized and they said they were going to make it better and i'm like that's all you got to do you make nice. a mistake you own it you apologize and you don't repeat it
0: good lesson good lesson right there and it's not they made a mistake and then we canceled them and they never get to work again
1: exactly right and that's why i tell her i'm like mommies and daddies make mistakes all the time mm-hmm. but you know what you learn from it and the point of making mistakes is you learning from it and moving forward you don't dwell on it yeah okay you can be upset with yourself you can be mad angry whatever sure but learning from it and being like okay hey, this is what i did wrong this is how i can fix it and next time i know from better and i was like that's how you become smarter and that's how you grow yeah so just making sure that she understands that that's the reality of it and not punishing her for making mistakes. She's eight. She's going to make tons of mistakes for the rest of her life.
0: Millions, millions.
1: <laughs> it's not her fault. <laughs> well, in some
0: ways it's not, but do you teach a, a sense of responsibility? I guess you're you, exactly, exactly what you're saying. It's mm-hmm. like you make a mistake. You have to own it.
1: Yeah. 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 hundred percent. I mean, every morning we go to the bus and I mean, there's been times where she's like, Oh my God, I don't have a mask. I'm like, well, I guess you don't take the bus today.
0: Right. guess you're walking.
1: And we've like, it was like, really freezing. So we went outside, oh, wait for the bus. So we mm-hmm. stand outside in the cold, wait for the bus to come. Mm-hmm. And she goes, bus driver, I forgot my ma- mask. And the bus driver like, oh, I have masks here. And she's nice. like, nope, I'm going to walk home. Oh boy. And she really owned it. Yeah. It was about the responsibility. And I mean, I'm yeah. like a firm believer in like tough love to an extent. You know, I'm I'm not like as tough as my Italian dad was. But oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, owning it and yeah. being responsible for it and realizing there's consequences for every action and g- good or bad consequences. Mm-hmm. Consequence isn't a negative thing in my mind but there's a consequence for everything we do
0: certainly there is
1: so especially for kids having them understand like my daughter will always be like that's a consequence and i'm and it's like the best (laughs) thing in the world and i'm like maybe we should maybe like change the wording for consequence like
0: Hmm. reaction
1: (laughs) yeah so just like teaching her that things happen and in the mornings we're flustered and we need to have everything ready so we don't forget our mask in the morning, right? We can't get on the bus unless we have a mask. And yes, mm-hmm. the bus driver has masks, but it's not her responsibility to be supplying us with masks when we have one. So now sure. she keeps an extra one in her backpack.
0: Okay, so she's learned. Yeah. Now, do you see, does your daughter socialize with kids that don't, that you can tell they don't have that same, that's not being drilled into them the same 100%. way? A hundred
1: percent, Yeah. Yeah, and I think it, my daughter's also um, a lot older than, like, my friend's kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a huge one. Okay. Um, and, like, our neighbors and everything. So just seeing my daughter is, when I tell like, Glennon, don't be so bossy. And she's like, I'm not bossy. I'm just teaching them <laughs> is how she, I guess, envisions it. Interesting. So it's funny how, like, what they pick up on and hmm. how they go about it. That's crazy
0: that even at that age she can see that there's something missing, and so she's got to.
1: Yeah. And she means, like. Which the best well. intentions, sure. But I'm like, that's well, not your job to teach them anything. Like, let.
0: <laughs> no, I guess. Well, is it? Uh, probably not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that back on me. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, sure. You know, your kid was teaching my kid something, and I, yeah, I could see that going.
1: Yeah, awry. like she's a big person on like her component on manners. So mm-hmm. she's like, you need to use your manners. I'm not giving this till you say please, please, and thank you. And I'm huh. like. You don't get to tell kids to use their manners. You just need to make sure you're using yours. Ah. And she said it to an adult. She's like, can you use your manners, please? And I'm like, nope, we don't say that to adults. Like, there is a respect boundary here. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah,
0: so. Oh, so many things to balance when you... But good for you because you don't just tell them the sort of, this is the moral standard. It's like, this is the moral standard for you. Yeah. You keep yourself interesting yeah.
1: so it's a hard balance with she's like well why isn't that person wearing a mask why doesn't that person say please why is that person talking to that person like that and i'm like right this is how i like you're being raised these are my expectations for you mm. other people have other expectations i'm like i have other expectations for daddy chris everybody sure you know so we need to you set your expectations for me mm-hmm. and everybody else but you need to make sure it's communicated and they're met
0: so now I'm going to do some interviewer magic and tie that back to weddings. Perfect. Is there? <laughs> is there that? Do you ever have to just like whip it into shape? Like whip maybe somebody or a bride or a groom and just remind them it's like, listen, this is your special day, but you don't get to do this the way you're behaving right now.
1: Um, I've never done it with a couple. I've done it definitely bridesmaids and. Right parents even okay just being like hey like come on let like we got a timeline to meet we have things to do i promise you'll have all the time in the world to get chatting and get drinking and getting whatever when all the formalities are done the sooner we get going the sooner you can have fun
0: right how and how much of that is drinking like people (laughs) how much how big of a problem is drinking at a wedding that's the question
1: yeah i always tell them um because like they can't sign like the best man in Made of honor can't sign anything if they're intoxicated. It's really, yeah. You need to have two witnesses sober over 18. So that's a big thing that people need to know because if your best man's slurring his words or like swaying, the commissioner's gonna be like, You're out. No, so he gets thrown out
0: of the face off circle like yep. in hockey. You're
1: and how embarrassing would that be for the whole wow. ceremony to see, right? Like, I mean, it depends on your crowd and you know, whatever, but
0: you might get cheered. You know.
1: <laughs> That'd be a first. <laughs>
0: Have you seen that? No. Oh, okay. But have you seen someone get kicked out of the signing?
1: Um, I've heard of rehearsals because I've had very drunk rehearsals where oh, the commissioners man. come up and had a con- side conversation with the best man and be like, you can't be
0: this drunk tomorrow. This drunk
1: tomorrow. You will be removed. Whoa.
0: <laughs> but, okay. So is, and then otherwise drinking at a wedding, like it's, that's why people go to weddings and some, like, that's what you look forward to in yeah. some in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I- I think it's a blessing this year that it wasn't because WAP came out, and I'm sure there would have been some oh. crazy dance floor.
0: <laughs> yes, WAP. I just saw they do that at the Grammys the Did other they? night. Do oh, they? <laughs> you know, you keep that away from your kids, right? Like, how do you how do you navigate that with a child?
1: Yeah, we definitely like monitor her screen time. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't think she's To my knowledge, she hasn't heard WAP. <laughs>
0: to your knowledge well I hope so (laughs) yeah I hope so but I remember being eight or nine and hearing Eminem well
1: and that's it right I think there's way worse songs you listen to like some of the songs from like the early 2000s late 90s and I'm like I would much rather my kid listen to WAP there's a song on the radio right now so WAP you can't listen to on the radio it's banned from Radio Play
0: there's no clean version of WAP it would be nothing
1: well there's a clean version of WAP oh
0: it's just silence
1: Uh, no it's I don't know what it's. um... you don't have to but please if you want to (laughs) It's going to come to me. But there's another song that's way worse in my mind. Okay. That's getting radio play right now. And I'm like, how? I would much rather my daughter listen to WAP than listen to this song by this male rapper. I'm like, oh, wow. Well. Terrible. So it's a fine balance it, between.
0: Totally. I remember, was it 10 years ago, that Blow My Whistle song came out. Mm-hmm. I was working with some ladies and they, uh, she said that. And the daughter perks up and says, what does that mean? It's like, well, but it was on the radio and like, oh oh boy. So we don't have to go too far down this road, but a a friend of mine sent me a text this morning about, um, uh, and if I'm putting you on the spot, it's fine, but it's like these, it had to do with like teenage, uh, like little girl beauty pageants and this sort of teaching children about trans rights and all that. Are you seeing, is there a problem here where like that sexualization is becoming more and more easy for the kids to... Like, it's more top of... It's it's more in the kids' face. Whereas, like, before, when we were kids, that wasn't... You didn't think about that.
1: Yeah, it's... I've always, like told my daughter we talk about i mean i'm pretty open my daughter i Mm. if she asks a question i'm not gonna lie to her i'd rather her hear it from me than Mm. her friends at school or tv or the internet or whatever that's always been my stance when it comes to parenting Mm. um so we you know talked about gay marriage and Mm. you know lesbian marriage and all that stuff which i think is very important to learn and she's asked um why people have two moms and two dads and Mm. i'm like you know some people love women and she's like I love my friend blah 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 and I'm like Mm -hmm. yeah I'm like I love my friends too Mm -hmm. I'm like one day you're going to grow up and you're going to decide if you want to marry a man or a woman and Mm -hmm. whatever you decide you know fully supported but in terms of that I think it's definitely more public now and I don't know I don't know why I mean I'm probably very sheltered from that because Mm -hmm. I don't have anybody in my life that's trans or even gay or Mm -hmm. anything Mm -hmm. um But I think they're just trying to be more open about it. I learned yesterday that they're making gender neutral bathrooms Hmm. in a school. I think it was Red Deer. And so I'm very interested to how that's going to go. Well, yeah. Like a small town, right? So, I mean, it's good that they're trying it in a small town, um, a small town, Alberta, of all things.
0: True. Which, (laughs) if you know anything about that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I'm all about it i think knowledge educating people is good Um, when it comes to children i think we need to tread really really lightly because a lot of kids aren't comfortable asking the questions like i know my daughter she's way more comfortable asking me questions than Mm -hmm. she would be with my husband or her dad per Mm -hmm. se Mm -hmm. and but i've made that relationship with her and told her nothing's off limits i don't ever want that so i think it's just having those relationships with our kids and you know, having that open policy, because they're going to find out anyway, we want them to know the right information.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. And it's better that it comes from you, because at least you trust that information.
1: Totally. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, if I don't know the answer, let's go find it out together.
0: Beautiful. I hate to cut this off. I could we could talk for another hour. We both, I know well, I gotta get going. You actually cleared your schedule for me, which I really appreciated, but now I gotta
1: <laughs> no shut this
0: down. We could do it again in a few months if you're if you're into that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This was actually not as nerve-wracking as I thought.
0: <laughs> hey, I'll take that. That's a great testimonial. Olivia, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to the North Bank Media Podcast. If you enjoy this conversation, please subscribe on YouTube and give us a like. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe as well and leave a five-star review.